0: tuned into the financial motivator himself ash cash mr mind right money right hey welcome to a special episode of the ash cash show so listen you know everything's going on with COVID 19 people are asking about the real estate market is it going to keep doing well is it going to tank is it the best time to buy do you should you save your money all of these questions so i bought the expert of the experts, my guy, my brother, Matt Garland, aka MG the Mortgage Guy. You do not want to miss this episode. Let's go, I'm talking about rich. I'm talking about wealth, wealth, wealth. I get money, I get money. money ain't a thing, money ain't a thing. Money in the bank, money in the bank. We can talk, but money talk, No so talk, money it's the Ash Cash Show, Ash Cash Show 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 all right so welcome to a special episode of the ash cash show so I've told y'all all the time that you know we have the new show format every Monday through Friday 8 a.m to 9 a.m Eastern Standard Time Go to the Ash-Cash Show.com uh, to subscribe to the podcast and Ashcash TV to see the actual footage. Right, but um, you know there are some uh, some some of my friends, some of the, the one of the smartest people, some of the smartest people uh, in this industry that I want to give you access to. And so this is the special bonus portion of the Cash Show where I bring industry experts in every walk of life to really talk to you about what's happening in this industry, and in, in different industries. How can you become financially empowered? How can you build wealth? How can you get your mind right? Get your money right? Your life right? Your ground right? All that good stuff. So I got my man Matt Garland in the building uh, and with over 17 years in the mortgage industry and more than $1 billion funded in home loans, right? So that, that's not a typo. I didn't say that wrong. $1 billion funded in home loans. Matt Garland uh has emerged as the top advisor and leader in the mortgage industry after specializing in as well as becoming equipped with a variety of mortgage programs and carefully crafting his own lane in the industry Matt dedicated uh, to providing first-time home buyers investors or seasoned buyers and investors with quick and easy access to the mortgage process And behind the scenes, with a touch of social media, uh, uh, Matt turned free social media platform into an educational source, providing a wealth of information for all information seekers at all levels. Through his YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and live stories, he has become one of the most sought-after social media influencers in the country. Realizing there was a need in the market to connect top professionals in their field with buyers, sellers, and investors looking for their services, Matt sought out top professionals in the country and started the generational wealth seminars, which provided easy access to top professionals in different industries by collaboration. Right, In doing this, he established an easy bridge between potential buyers by connecting reputable and trusted professionals that provide top service. Like Matt, they all bring a wealth of knowledge and information to the prospective fields. In 2019, Matt decided to travel the country delivering a message of hope and motivation. He encouraged people to take ownership of their future by becoming homeowners and creating wealth through it. He not only empowers individuals, to become owners regardless of their current status. He provides step-by-step tips on how to take advantage of ways to save money and improve their credit. Once completed, he continues educating them through the mortgage process with current market rates, special buyer programs, or different types of programs, beneficial to the borrowers. Ladies and gentlemen, round of applause for my man, that Cullen. What's good, brother?
1: Yo, my guy, Ash Cash, man. Listen, man, that bio will never be the same ever again. (laughs) Like, bars, baby, bars. We
0: gotta drop bars to that. We gotta drop the flex bars to that for sure. Seriously, seriously. yo, 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 I'm, I'm so excited, right, to have you because uh, I knew you as the plug before I even knew you, right? Like, I, like, I was seeing you around, you know, you know. Fast shout to my Earn Your Leisure, you know, my brothers, you know, Troy and Rashad. You know, I was seeing you around, um, Brother Andy, with the credit. Like, I was just seeing you. I was just seeing that everywhere. Like I, like, I was seeing your face. I was seeing what you was doing. You know, like, like you was literally the fuck behind the scenes, behind the scenes. Um, and then as we got to get, get to know each other and got connected, I'm like, yo, this dude is the real deal. You know what I'm saying? He's somebody that's really for the culture. He knows what he's doing. He's been around for a long time. Um, and I just felt it important um, to, you know, to kind of have... You know your expertise right to share you with my audience because at the end of the day you know it's about empowering right financially empowering people and so I read your bio you know I want to give you the opportunity to kind of tell me in your words who is Matt Garland
1: so Matt Garland man first of all thank you for having me on the show Ash man this is um a truly truly an honor to be a part of your platform Um, Shout out to your entire audience um, for taking this time that they're going to spend to listen to, you know, whatever I have to say. Um, I believe collaboration is greater than competition, you know, first and foremost. And, you know, being a a, a licensed mortgage professional, you know, been in the business for 18 years, I work with, you know, so many different professionals to help um, Americans achieve the goal of home ownership and creating generational wealth. So one of the things that when I started really getting into social media about two years ago, um, and shout out to Rashad um, from earn your leisure too, because he was one of the people that really helped me understand the algorithms and how as professionals, especially black professionals can really um, attract an audience and, and maintain their attention because in this day and age, you know, people who have ADD, they're like, they're here today, 15 seconds, they're looking at something else, right?
0: Yeah.
1: Um, so by collaborating with financial advisors, life insurance, tax professionals, CPAs, you know, real estate agents, wholesalers, investors, contractors, you name it, you know, kind of bringing them onto my platform, even before I had a platform, right? And just mm-hmm. sharing their knowledge and their intellectual property with whoever will listen, um, it really helped me grow, right? Um, and these are folks that I work with on a day-to-day basis, you know, behind the scenes, trying to make deals happen. But what I didn't know that what I what I did not see on social media is no one was highlighting mortgage professionals, no one was highlighting real estate agents, no one was highlighting contractors or CPAs, you know, stuff like that, and collaborating them at the levels that I started collaborating with them on, on social with content and things of that nature. And it um it took off, you know, and people really started understanding, like, wait a minute. It's not just about a real estate agent looking at a house. I need to start looking at life insurance. You know, you'd be surprised how many people don't have life insurance. Um, you know, be surprised how many people don't understand simple budgeting before they even go purchase a home. And they have 401k, but they don't even understand what it's invested in, you know, or how to manage it, Right. So when I started connecting the dots online and having this type of content on my page, you know, people started executing. I can't tell you, bro, how many times people reach out to me. was like, listen, I contacted a financial advisor that I saw on your page and they got me right. You know, I'm mm-hmm. able now to understand my 401k and I haven't done a deal with these folks, but they're still reaching out to me saying, Hey, cause of your page. And I watched mm-hmm. this video on YouTube or Instagram or your live or whatever. I reached out to that person and I had a conversation. I was able to execute and protect my family. You know, that to me is far, far as priceless. You know what I'm saying? Right. A billion plus dollars in loans that I closed don't even measure up to when someone tells me, hey, I just got life insurance. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I just got a financial plan because of an advisor. Like, hey, I contacted your CPA that I saw uh, on your page and she really helped me get my taxes together, put together a tax plan. You know, that one percent mentality that our culture really don't think about. And if yes. you look at the one the percenters in this world, and you know a lot of one percenters folks, these these folks, they got everything. You know everything. what I'm saying? Yeah. Everything. Yeah. You know, yeah. they have a whole plan. They're structured and they follow yep. their plan. Um and they have professionals on their team. But what I know right. I noticed in our community, you know, we have ego, you know, we mm. don't want to we don't want to, quote, unquote, tell people our business. We don't yep. want to, you know, rely on someone's opinion. We, and, and for the most part, and I'm not trying to be, you know, bring race into this too much, but mm. sometimes our own people don't even want to do business with our own people for numerous yep. reasons, right?
0: Yep. And yep. it's
1: like, look, man, you, you don't have to just go to the white person or, or the, the, the Jewish guy or whatever. Yep. Like, there's black professionals in every aspect that you can go to and work with. Um, yeah. So that's what I try to highlight um, yeah. on, on my platforms with collaboration is that, that African-American, Hispanic, um, professional, and especially yeah. the females, because I believe my personal opinion, the, the 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 black females and Hispanic females don't get enough shine, especially yeah. in the real estate industry. So I do my best to highlight women um, on my page because there's a lot of dope women out here in real estate uh, and all walks of life and business. The, and especially in the financial literacy space that are killing it mm-hmm. but yeah. they may not have the platform they may not have the reach but if you sit down and hold a conversation with them you're like holy smokes this woman is mm-hmm. super dynamic right so i i try my best to highlight folks and collaborate and i learn from them at the same time mm-hmm. you know when i'm asking them questions i'm not just asking for the audience i'm asking for myself some of the times right. too <clears throat> to get right. clarity on certain things so it's been a, a journey. Um, with, with social media, and I'm just very happy that people are, you know, listening to me, man,
0: and um, taking action. Most importantly, people are taking action, so that's key. Yeah, I, yeah, I love, I lo- I, lo- I love everything that you said because even when I when I think about, uh, you know, from a perspective of, you know, um, just just black uh, financial professionals, like if you do the numbers overall, you know, uh, black and brown people are only two percent of that of that space, right? Which means that ninety eight percent of the people who are um, controlling and helping build wealth, uh, don't look like the community that needs to build wealth the most, right? Because Absolutely. you know it, it, the the numbers are the numbers, the facts are the facts. There is a wealth gap, right? And, and and a lot of that wealth gap is attributed to real estate, right? A lot of it is attributed to you know the New Deal, Jim Crow uh, credit laws, and you know discrimination. That allowed certain redlining, red right? So mm-hmm. all of that is, is is contributed to that. So why not have people that look like us uh, focus on building wealth to the that community that, that needs it the most? So I love what you said there. And so talk to me a, about now, right? Because um, you know I'm getting right to the nitty gritty of it. Everybody, I, I, I'm I'm hearing con- conflicted things, right? Uh, COVID nineteen is happening. Uh, You know industries on lockdown 40 million people have lost jobs so far Which I think the number is low because at the end of the day. It's 40 million based on a six-week Trajectory, but what about those the people who are in week eight and week nine? They're not being counted anymore And so I I I think honestly the number is 60 million, but I'll take I'll take the 40 million number Um, And so you got 40 million people out of jobs You got people not paying rent people not paying mortgages and so so people are like yo uh, you know, I've read some places where mortgage experts are like the real estate uh, uh, industry is going to take a 20% dip. Uh, some people are saying no, still you know, start to buy now. You know, somebody you know, Matt, the mortgage guy, right? Closed a billion dollars in loans in the business 18 years, which means that you was in the business, you know, during 9/11, you was in the business during the Great Recession. You're still in the business now. Uh, talk to me, like, what's you know, what's what's happening, and what and what do you what do you feel? uh, that COVID is going to do to the, to the, uh, to the real estate market?
1: Um, me personally, man, you know, look, I I went through the subprime crisis. Um, I, you know, was originating loans during that time. I I, I saw firsthand the type of products that were out there in the market and how, you know, it, it wasn't good products, right? People couldn't really afford homes. Um, it was, it was terrible to be quite honest with you. Look, I over leveraged myself too, personally. You know, during those times, because it was just so easy. But I think what came out of that, you know, was regulation um, and p- people being held accountable for the type of paper that they're putting out there and, and selling to the to the general public. You know, um, I think right now, not even I think I know right now, people can afford their homes. they when they're getting a mortgage, <clears throat> they can afford it because we're documenting everything, right? We're going through their W twos, their tax returns, we're looking at their expenses. We're making sure their credit is there. We're looking at the credit utilization. Ten years ago, we wasn't looking at none of that. To be honest with no, you,
0: no, yo, it, no docs was crazy, no, bro. No, no was docs was amazing, <laughs> crazy. Yo, yo, I, yeah, I, I, I ain't gonna hold you because I, I, played my part and I, and I'll, uh, I'll admit to it. But uh yo, you know how much what bonuses I was getting for these no docs, bro? I was-
1: yeah, it was it was crazy. Like we all we all yeah, it got. Wild, look, wild every, West. It was the wild, it
0: was wild, the
1: wild West, cow, cow- sure. it was the wild cowboy days we sure, but everybody benefited. The the consumer yeah, benefited. Sure. the banks benefited, sure. and folks like us for who sure. was originated was benefited. Right. For but sure. it, it it backfired on all of us, right? It yeah. Um, yeah. So now you fast forward, we have this pandemic, which is terrible. Um, you know, people are dying, people are getting laid off. People are losing their jobs. Businesses will go out of business. But I personally believe, and this is just based off the amount of people that I speak to um, every single day, every single week since this happened, people who were laid off or on furlough, a lot of them are going back to work next month, Mm. right? So I, And that's just from, I would probably say five out of six people that I speak to that in that situation that got furloughed because of COVID-19. They're all now coming to me like, hey Matt, I got my job back. I start on June XYZ, right? Yeah. Or I'm starting back in July. So I personally think whether the number's 40 million, 60 million, I personally believe 50 to 60% of those people will go back to work this summer. Yeah. And that will bring yeah. that will bring the numbers down. Now the mm-hmm. other people, um, they, it's gonna be a lot of people who won't go back to work. There's gonna be a lot of businesses that will never recover from this, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Um, But I believe what's been happening with the government and how they've been stepping in um, to try to kind of bail out everyone, you know, from big business to small business to the consumers. If you look at the forbearance plans, there was a lot of um, confusion when they first rolled this all out with um, if you take out the forbearance um, agreement where you have to pay it all back over the last couple of weeks in the month of May, they definitely came out and clarified all these things where homeowners are not required to pay any lump sums back. The, the service and lenders have to work out payment arrangements. You know, even folks who took out forbearance agreements and and they get back on time after three months of payments, they're, they're eligible now to refinance. When when it first came out, they wasn't eligible to refinance up until twelve months after the after the fact. Um, yeah. So I think from what the government's been trying to do, uh, with these stimulus packages, they're trying their best to help out everyone that they can. They're printing money left and right like I've never seen before in my life. Um, Not everyone, and we all know this, bro, let's call a spade a spade. Not everyone's going to get help. Whether it's a good economy, bad economy, there's always going to be casualties of war, unfortunately. That's just the the name of the game. So I think personally, just to answer the question, um, is it a good time to buy real estate? Me personally, if you are financially secure, if you know you have job security, right, you're still getting money, um, you have savings for down payment and closing costs, plus you have reserves. And if your goal was to purchase real estate in 2020 prior to um, COVID-19, I personally feel, my personal opinion, that people mm-hmm. you should still go out and look to buy real estate because there's a lot of opportunities that are presenting themselves. And you've got to really have... Um, the discipline and the focus to really go out there and execute now because you have to pay attention now to the local market data if you're out there Mm -hmm. looking to buy real estate, whether you're looking for a primary residence, whether you're looking for investment properties, you just can't be emotional no more. You gotta understand what's happening in the neighborhood. Are the home prices going up? Are they going down? Are homes um, lasting on the market for a long period of time? Or are they flying off the shelf? I mean, you have some markets right now, bro, where homes are going above asking price. Wow, you know, like, yep. and, and, it's, and it's happening all
0: over the country where yeah. there's yeah, homes, yeah, yeah, homes, yeah, I, homes I, going on I, market. I, they, they're gone, bro. Yeah, i I seen that in Florida. Like, i I, I seen a bunch of, like, properties in Florida, like, multi-million dollar property still, you know, still being sold right now. Yeah, for sure, for
1: sure. Yeah, it, but the luxury market, right, once you start talking right. about luxury market, prior to COVID-19, in 2019, the luxury market started to correct the right Right. Yeah. It's it's yeah. the the volume in the business is never in the luxury space. It's always yep. in the yep. everyday blue collared, white collared, everyday homeowner. Right. Yep. That yep. market is always the market that keeps the mortgage market going, not the million dollar, two million dollar, five million dollar yep. homes. It's the folks yep. who in, in New York, you know, that's that four hundred to eight hundred thousand dollar range. If you are looking for a one to two family property. Right. People yeah, are still yeah. going to buy those homes. If you're looking in Atlanta, it's probably that two hundred fifty to four hundred thousand dollars range right now, yeah. where folks mm-hmm. are going to those homes can't in Atlanta those homes can't mm-hmm. stay on on the market because right. they come they're gone. Builders they go, are like st- I, builders yeah. are giving incentives you know throughout the country for people to still buy real estate. They're making it so attractive for folks mm-hmm. to buy, and if you couple yep. that with low interest rates. In the high twos, low threes. This, this is the cheapest mm. money has ever been. Mm. So should mm. you buy real estate right now? If you got your ducks in order, you got yep. job security. Why wouldn't you sure. take advantage? Shit, I'm about to buy me a new house because the money is right. so cheap. Right, like,
0: right. Why, not? why, why not? Right. And then so you, you, you said you said have <laughs> reserves, right? So what, what would Absolutely. you say is a is a you know um a good number, right? So if somebody you know is thinking about buying a house, how much reserves? Uh, Do you think that they should they should have?
1: All right. So if you're looking for a primary residence, right, I I firmly believe you should start off with at least three to six months of your expenses, um, including Mm -hmm. your mortgage payment. So if your mortgage payment is three thousand dollars a month, but you know you have another thousand dollars of minimum payments, you know, you're talking probably anywhere from twelve to twenty thousand dollars that you should have um, socked away in some sort of savings account. What I try to tell people is open up a high interest savings account. There's a lot of online accounts where you can, you know, probably get one, one and a half percent interest on it and mm-hmm. and name it, you know, reserve account or something like that. And just don't mm-hmm. touch the money, right? Yeah. Even if you don't have six months of reserves, let's just say you may have two, two to three months. When you get your first tax return, when you have that real estate, you're going to get a, a large tax return back. You want to get a refund. Mm-hmm. So that money, don't spend it on a vacation, don't spend it on anything, throw that money in reserve also. Now, mm-hmm. if, you're in, if you're investing, especially if you're buying a buy and hold investor where you're looking to buy rental properties, you definitely mm-hmm. need to have three to six months because, you know, people, there are a lot of people that are paying their rent, right? But there's a small mm-hmm. percentage of people who are not. But you have to always make sure that you as the investor can still make your mortgage payments if none of your tenants pay so I think mm-hmm. from an investing standpoint, you should definitely have, try to have at least six months of reserves. Um, but I know some investors that will have a year of reserves. You know, there's, there's many different things that you can do. And it's, it's all what you're comfortable on, how many properties that you own. Um, I know some guys that will say, you know what, I have 50K away, and I have 10 properties. You know what, that's enough money. If someone doesn't pay here, pay air, I can pull from that account. They don't need yeah. four months or six months. They'd rather just have a lump sum just sitting just to cover,
0: cover anything on a worst-case scenario. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And then so and, and that's great insight. And so what do you think, um, you know, like somebody, you know, somebody who is trying to wait the market out, right? So they have all their ducks in a row, right? Um, and they're like, you know, money's cheap right now but they are anticipating that the real estate market is going to do, do bad. And so they're like, you know what, let me wait, right? Because I read a report where they said about there are 211,000 um, properties that are, are, that are, are, are marked uh, for foreclosure right now, right? And so if somebody's in the market, they have all their ducks in a row. And so, you know, maybe they might say, you know what, let me wait, because if I could buy a house right now for 400,000, you know, if, if if I could catch it on selling foreclosure, I could probably get that same house for three hundred thousand or two hundred and fifty thousand. What do you say to, to somebody who's you know trying to wait out the market uh, in order for them to jump in?
1: I'm gonna tell them, give me that crystal ball so I can play the lotto. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, like yeah, yeah, because yeah. Woody, like you just said, right? Pre-COVID, there's what you said, two hundred and eleven thousand foreclosures nationwide. Right. So now what do you think is going to happen now where foreclosures are pretty much suspended all around the country, right? Those folks who are already in line, they're they're not going to get foreclosed as soon as America reopens because the only thing they got to do is go to a judge, yo, COVID-19 right right you know what um, i'm saying so yeah, like yeah, facts, the people facts, who facts, the people who are really impacted by covid19 and there will be opportunities like that where somebody just lost their job their business they have no reserves they have no money they can't afford nothing they're going to have to sell or foreclose on a property but really think about this bro we're in 2020 may june or whatever right those we're not going to see that until probably two to three years from now because we see what the stimulus packages are doing. They're trying everything in their power to prevent as many foreclosures as possible from people who were affected by COVID-19. So the banks are gonna work out loan modifications, they're gonna work out this. It may be two years, it may be 2022 before yeah. we really start seeing the impact of foreclosures from COVID-19. Now, now, in that time, and this is what I try to tell everybody, Rates are are dirt cheap right Right. now. Free money, free money right now is 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 basically free. So if that does happen, let's play devil's advocate real quick. If it does happen, that four hundred k goes to two fifty. What's your rate now? Going to be seven percent, six percent, five percent? So is your payment is your payment still going to be the same payment as it would have Mm. been if you went to four hundred with the cheaper money? That's a good point. That's a good point. But But, that's a good point, man. That's a good point. but, But I know there's going to be naysayers that say, "Well, you can always refinance. You can always refinance and get a lower rate." That is true, but that's only if the market is low mm. to refinance. So that's where people right. don't. When I see this online, I just look at people like, "Yo, you're so everybody's an economist first of all." Like, right. come on, right. give me a right. break. Right. <laughs> like, everybody knows. You know that's the curse of social media and the internet mm. is that everybody reads an article and they think they know something, right? And especially the people who didn't even go through the last recession. And that's the funny Mm -hmm. thing to me. You're 25 years old. You didn't go through the last recession and you think you know Mm what's going to happen. And this, like, Mm -hmm. come on, bro. But the reality Mm -hmm. of it is lower prices, higher interest rates. Mm -hmm. It's just, it just, it is what it is. Look what the rates were 10 years ago, 6%, -hmm. 5%, 7%. When I came into business, bro, rates were my first crib. Fuck what I was doing for other people. My first crib, I had seven and a quarter. You know what I'm saying? I had a mm-hmm, seven quarter mm-hmm. for for my first crib, wow. and I was in yep. the business. <laughs> right, 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 <laughs> and, right, right. And and, right. and I was and I was a, a,
0: a arm. <laughs> it wasn't right. even a fish. right, right,
1: like, right, right, when, right. I mean, when rates started going to six percent, it was like, oh my god, six percent. This is crazy. Then it was started that, going at right. five. It was like, yeah, holy yeah. smokes, rates are at five percent. This is amazing. Yeah. So now when we at two point seven five three percent, people right. are like, yo, yeah, I'm gonna wait till like this foreclosure wave happened, like. Like, what are you waiting for? Right, but God right, bless. If right. you want to wait, go ahead. Like, look, yeah. different different strokes for different folks at the end of the for day, sure. my guy. So for ultimately, sure. if for somebody sure. wants to wait till the, for the foreclosure wave or the short sale yeah. wave to happen, and they want to yep. sit on the sidelines and kind of play it out, yo, do yep. you. Right. Go right ahead. I don't knock nobody's hustle, but right. for the folks who want cheap money and they're okay with, look, there's two reasons why you're buying a home. It's either mm-hmm. you, you have a need, you have to live there, you have a family, you need to be in a certain school district. So it's not about, you're not investing at that point. You, you, mm-hmm. you provide a shelter for your family, right? And then right, you have right. the, the investor. Now, there's two types of investors, buy and hold investors or fix and flip type of investors. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So if you're, buy, if you're doing a buy and hold, you're not buying for appreciation, number one, well you shouldn't be buying for appreciation. You should be buying for mm-hmm. cash flow. That's mm-hmm. your number one, right? Yep. So if I couple, I buy a $400,000 for family in Jersey and I'm at three and a half percent, let's just say, my mm-hmm. cash flow is, is ridiculous, right? Mm-hmm. Because I have cheap money. I'm borrowing, I'm leveraging at a cheap cost. Mm-hmm. Like I, I'd rather that versus me buying at 300000 at
0: a 6% interest rate. Right, 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 right. Because you're buying the holding, so you're holding yeah. on to that property for it's, a long it's, amount it's, of time it's right. long play. So,
1: like, it's right. long term, bro. Like, right. and that's why I think this new age of investing, or, or the people who are out here investing and buying homes, I think they're looking to make. Like, we've been spoiled over the last couple of years of appreciation. Right. Um, appreciation has been out of this world. It was bound to correct itself pre-COVID, anyway, right? Because what goes up, we've learned already from the subprime crash, it must come down, Absolutely. right? So. But at what point would it go down? We don't know. Like right. no one has a crystal ball. No one can predict where home prices are going to be. I can tell you what's happening now in different markets because I've been covering different markets on my YouTube channel from yep. you know Atlanta to Philly to you know all over the place, right? And every realtor, investor that I'm speaking to, they're telling they're tell, these are people who are in the mud every single day, rolling up their sleeves and transacting real estate or helping folks buy real estate. Homes mm-hmm. are flying off the shelf right now. Yeah. And this is what 40 to 60 million people followed out of work. You know what right. I'm saying? This is what right. people are getting sick and dying. And people are still out here buying real estate. So I'm the busiest I've ever been in my career. Right, 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 right. right.
0: right. 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 Ever, right. ever. Yes.
1: You know what sure. I'm saying? People yeah, yeah. are out here buying. So yeah. that's going to keep the market going. Fed's yeah. dumping money into the, into the system, buying bonds at high scale. Like, mm-hmm. That's going to keep the market going. So you can wait all you want. God bless you. But I know mm-hmm. folks like myself, we're buying Right and, then, right, and then in two years, my brother, if it gets mm-hmm. bad and there's some deals to pick up, I'm positioning myself to be able to take advantage of that market okay. too.
0: So good
1: yeah. or bad market to sum all of this up, should you buy real estate? Hell yeah. I don't care yeah. what the market is doing. Just be smart. Sure, yeah. know, know the data of mm-hmm. wherever you're purchasing your real estate because real estate is not national. Although mm-hmm. folks try to make it national, real estate mm-hmm. is hyper local to communities. Yeah. Yep. Every, bro, you know this shit. Harlem is different from the Bronx, bro. Absolutely, without a doubt, without a doubt. And the Bronx sure. is different
0: from Brooklyn. <laughs> like right, for sure, every, for sure, for sure. And
1: Best stuy Brooklyn, yeah. is different from Park Slope Brooklyn, my guy. Right, Like, right, every right. neighborhood is different. Everything moves to yeah. shape differently. So you got to understand the numbers, the mathematics. You got to understand the local professionals, who's moving, who's shaking, and, and hire the right team so that way you can make the best business decision possible. Yeah,
0: my bad. Yeah. I love that. Bad. Yeah, bad. No, no, I, I, I love I love that perspective because I'll be honest. Um, you know, I'm I you know I'm somebody who you know I'm in Atlanta now, um, and I've been looking at property. You know, and it's funny because uh, you know my wife and I we're we're, we're going to look at another a property. You know, because we're we're like yo, let's take advantage of getting some acres. You know, um, and so we're looking at at a property. And it was three properties we were looking at, and and I'll be honest, I was like, yo, I know the economy's not gonna do well. People are not buying right now. Yo, my agent called me, and was like, yo, two two out of the three properties you was looking at Damn. are gone now. Yeah. I said, well, well, on, well, on. I said, well, oh, <laughs> on. Oh, now we, I got, I got to make a decision, and I, and I love, I love what you said because you know it's the truth, right? It's like, all right, if you know, if I get a property uh, that's three hundred thousand right now and I can get a 2%, 3% rate on it, then, you know, if I do the math, and I'm actually gonna do the math, if I wait and get that same $300,000 uh, property, but then I'm paying, you know, 5%, 6%, like over the life of, of, of the time I had that property, what will, will, am I saving for, for real, right? Am, am, am I really gaining, or am I giving giving away in money, you know, in, in, in interest rate over that period of time, whether it's a 15 year, 30 year, Whatever, and, and, and so that's a perspective that, that people really need to kind of think about. So I, lo- I love that. You know, yeah, I love that.
1: You, you, you gotta do a, a cost analysis, right? Sure. You know, everything has an opportunity cost to it. Yeah. You know, waiting has an opportunity cost. So yeah. you gotta measure out, okay, let's do a what if simulator. If I can get this property at 3% today, 400,000, and you could do it on a freaking calculator and pull up an amortization schedule, and it'll tell you what you need to know right there. What if the yeah. same property went, you know, 100K less in price, but if the interest rates went up 2%, how would this look? The number, right. Men lie, women lie, numbers don't at the numbers end of the don't. day. Facts. Numbers yeah, yeah. don't lie. And if you do it, yeah. because I've done this several times, like you're going to be like, wait a minute, am I, what am I really waiting for? You know what I'm saying? Now, if you're someone who may not have all the paper right now, and you're still in that stacking, learning zone, you know, building up your capital, your credit, and everything like that, and you have no choice but to play the sideline, great. Educate yourself, build your foundation. Look, everybody want to start. You can't build a house but start with the roof. You got to start with the foundation. foundation, You know what I'm saying? saying. So if you're in this quarantine and you're in a learning zone, you need to learn. You need to educate. You need to start interviewing players that you want, you know, from um, contractors to loan officers to, you know, property managers. If you're trying to invest, you need to start gathering up this information right now, and interviewing folks right now. So that way, when you're ready to execute, you're not behind the eight ball. you already ready to go. You just right. gotta execute. You know what I'm saying? Right. So like right. folks need to do their math. Stop listening to folks, like, yeah. like everybody's situation is different. This is like my fingerprint, right? Every situation is unique. No, right. you don't have the same fingerprint as me, bro. Yeah. So like my needs of investing or, or, or just somewhere to live is different from yours and your right. family. So why right. are people listening to these like general statements and general right, right? It's all general, it's all fear driven, everyone's biased, yep. everyone has an uh, alternative motive. And yep. I know people probably watch like, Well, you're a loan officer, you have a motive mm-hmm. too, cause you wanna get commission. I don't give a damn about a commission. You mm-hmm, know, mm-hmm. I spend too much time on social media, I ain't getting paid for that. Right. right? Right. like that don't pay me like i make more yeah. money if i'm not on social media every day you know right. what i'm saying but yeah. I, I i do all of this to to educate so that way people can have a better understanding of why we need to push ownership in our communities the black home ownership rate has went up over the last couple of years i think it's around 48 49 now but our joint mm. was in the low 40s just a couple mm. years ago you know we need to own some shit. Yeah. Like, yeah. right sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. like but it needs to be responsible ownership it needs to it needs yeah. to be not emotional ownership it needs you need to think with a business mind you need to have that ceo mindset when you try i don't care if you're looking for a primary or an investment everything is real estate you need yeah. to understand this is business i don't care if you need a place five bedrooms i don't care about none of that does yeah. the numbers make sense still you know what mm-hmm. i'm saying mm-hmm. for you to mm-hmm. purchase property and you make a decision from there based off of your needs, have the information, have the facts for yourself. Don't listen to the outside noise. Keep your blinders on and make a decision based off of you and your family, period, point blank. No, I love
0: that. I love that. Um, and so, you know, I, I have a lot of people who are, uh, you know, first time homebuyers who listen to the show. Um, what, what is the, the biggest mistake uh, you think first time homebuyers make when they're trying to go through that process? Oh, like I just
1: said, they're trying to build they're trying to build a house, but they start with the roof. <laughs> you know mm-hmm. what I'm right, saying? right, 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 right. right. <laughs> and then and then I start with the foundation. The biggest mistake number one is mindset. People's mindsets are all over the place. Right. Wow. So when you think about when you think about going into anything business related, your mm-hmm. mind has to be right, meaning your maturity level yes. has to be right. You know, yes. your discipline has to be right. You have to be responsible. You have to be a fucking adult, right? Mm-hmm. You, you have to want to seek out professional help and, 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 and learn, right? And being able to take that, retain it, and apply it to you. Um, so mindset, all of that to me falls into your mindset because there's a lot of immature people out here that just really have no clue. They're just trying to do things for the gram or they're trying to keep up with the Joneses or whatever the case may be, but they're not really looking within themselves, right? So I think the first step that every homeowner needs to do is yourself. Analyze who you are as a person because only you know who you truly are, right? Mm. Second thing is learn as much as you can, but don't have analysis paralysis. Stay off my YouTube Mm. channel, please. Don't watch all my videos all the time because if you're watching me all the time, if you watch anybody who's doing real estate all the time, that means you're not executing. How much Mm. of this information do you really need? At some point, you have to make a decision and say that I'm comfortable I'm okay mm-hmm. with, uh, with what I've learned, and now I'm going to pick and choose the right team members. The mm-hmm. Biggest Another biggest mistake that people make is, personally, I think people just go with a bank or a lender because they quote-unquote bank there, right? Mm-hmm. I think that's probably one of the biggest mistakes. you got to understand how the banks operate. you got to understand mm-hmm. the mechanics of why this bank may be different than this bank, and based off of my real estate goals, I can't go to Big Boy Bank. I may got to go to the local Mm. mortgage company or something like that because they're going to have a better service for me and they're going to have the products that I need to Mm. grow my real estate career. I think those are the biggest mistakes that people make when it comes to um, trying to seek home ownership. It's just like, you got to build your foundation first before you dive in. Learn as much Mm. as you can, but don't have analysis paralysis. Make sure you hire the right team. Just don't pick a bank or lender just because you bank there. Really talk to different loan officers because you're not working with the bank. You're mm-hmm. working with a person. So you got to make right. sure that person understands your needs, right? Um, seeking out realtors, contractors, if you're looking for rehab, if you're looking to buy investment property, like people are not building that foundation. They're just going out, hey, I want to get pre-approved. I want to go buy a house and don't have no clue, right? Financial planning, mm-hmm. 90% of the people I speak to don't have a financial advisor, mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. know? do so you really understand how does home ownership tie into your overall financial picture? And a lot of people have no right. clue when I ask them that question. And when you ask them, hey, do you have a planner? Do you even have life insurance? <clears throat> they have no clue. I'm like, but you got insurance on your phone. You got insurance on your car, but you don't have mm-hmm. it on your life. Right. You know what I'm right, saying? So right, like, right, you're, right, buying, right. You're, you're, you're buying. The key of generational wealth, my brother, is passing yep. it down. Right? Mm. It's not, generational wealth is not just making money. It's being exactly. able to pass it oh. down. Say that, say that again, man. Gen- generational wealth yeah. is not just about making money, man. It's about passing yeah. it down. Yeah. And if you're not, yeah. estate planning and life insurance is the bridge okay. to generational wealth, right? Yeah. So if you don't have that bridge set up and you, and if it's not even on your mind, then that's why yeah. I say your foundation is not right. Your mindset is not right because yeah. you're, just, you're just thinking about I want to be a homeowner. I want to be a homeowner. I want to have parties and barbecues and bar mitzvahs. But exactly. you're not thinking about the asset protection part of it. You're not thinking exactly. about the tax planning of it. You're not thinking about the 1% mentality. So you have to to have a 1% mentality, you have to focus on your foundation. And then you have to build a 1% dream team that can help you execute, execute at a high level. Yeah. So that way, 20 years from now, 30 years from now, God forbid something happens to you, your family's already good because you already planned it yeah. out and and you already and you already taught them how to rock and roll. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? yeah yeah so now i love that's it. i think was really the, biggest, love it. the big mistakes
0: no i love it i love it man because and it's funny you say that because i remember uh one of my next door neighbors he was like 80 something and he had a uh his daughter uh you know it was a two it was back when i was in new york He, you know it was a two-family house that he owned outright um his daughter uh lived downstairs with, with her son uh, he wound up taking a reverse mortgage. Didn't really understand what he was getting into. Took out a reverse mortgage. Had no life insurance on his life. Had no way to kind of pay it back. He passed away. The daughter had nothing. Right. The, the company took took the took the property. Daughter had nothing. To the point where she had to really like start her whole life over because that asset wasn't protected. So I see that all the time. So I, I'm glad you brought that up. Um, all right. So in closing, um, you know, te- you know, talk to the people, man. Like. You know, uh, you know uh, where can they find you, uh, you know, if they want to connect with you? Because I, I, I also know during this time you're busy, you're also hiring too. You know what I'm saying? You also you also got, got some jobs out here in these streets. And so if somebody's listening, they want to get into the, you know, they want to get busy too, they want to get into the business, you know, what, what can they do? And then also how can they connect with you and how can they get all of this? Because this is not even a portion of the, the information that you give out, right? Like freely. You know what I mean? So
1: how can people connect with you? Yeah, I mean, so they can catch me on Instagram or YouTube. Um, MG the Mortgage Guy is my handles for both um, for both outlets. Um, <clears throat> Instagram. If you see me on Instagram Live, definitely jump on. It's like a home buying seminar every single day. Anytime I jump on, um, I put a, I'm putting a lot more effort into my YouTube channel because that information lives forever. Um, so if you want to attend YouTube University, <laughs> um, make sure you check out my channel. Um, MG, the mortgage guy, check out the playlist because my playlists are broken down between loan types and different mortgage education. So you guys can go there and binge watch that stuff. You're going to see a lot more of the educational type content on my YouTube channel versus my Instagram. Um, Yes, I am hiring. I'm a division manager of a mortgage company here in New York. Um, I have a team. I'm looking to hire um, experienced folks right now because we get so we get overwhelmed with uh, the amount of people that are inquiring about purchasing, refinancing, or just getting pre-approved. So I need to be able to hire licensed loan officers. Um, It doesn't matter if you're here based in New York. Uh, I'll take remote folks. We're licensed in about 30 states um, around the country. So definitely looking for licensed loan officers, salary plus commission type setup. All leads are provided. Um, We get hundreds of leads on a monthly basis. Um, So I'm definitely looking for that. And also, processes and underwriters can never have a shortage of those because as as the pipeline and everything grows, my brother, we, we definitely need more operational support. Um, so, you know, if you guys are looking to hire, I mean, looking for a job or employment, only thing that I do on my Instagram bio, I have my email there. So you can just shoot me an email. Just tell me Ash Cash Show um, on the subject line. So that way, um, when I search the emails, I can just put Ash Cash and I can find the emails um, easier I and even if you have any mortgage or real estate questions, you can do the same thing. But I would tell you guys, if you have questions, please be patient. Um, I get bombarded with emails. I do my best to answer every single last one of them, but just please be patient Um, because some people are very impatient in these streets, my brother. Like they expect, like I don't don't know, I don't know why they think they're the only person reaching out to someone or like I'm like, (laughs) like it's crazy, man. (laughs) It's just. Yeah, And that's again, that's maturity. That's mindset, right? That just shows me like, yo, you're not even ready because you will understand like if I have 100k people on my page, like, you're not the only person reaching out. So please give me some patience. I want to help you. But like, you know, be patient, right? So those are the platforms where you can you can find me. Um, And like I said, I want to grow my team. I'm looking to run a billion dollar a year um, mortgage um, company. And that's what I'm I'm Billy. looking to build up to a Billy. I'm trying to do a Billy again, man. Um, that's it. I, I'm that's more it. so. I'm i I'm, tra- I'm right now. You know, I'm in a stage in my career where I'm transitioning out of that day to day loan original loan originator role, uh, because yeah. I've realized that in order for me to hit the real goals that I have, I can't be the the person on a loan application no more. You know, yeah. I have to focus on building out the team, managing that structure, systems. And rainmaking, quite frankly, and, and being right. the face of, of my brand. But in order for me to get the bill, the Billy, <clears throat> I gotta have collaboration. I gotta have licensed, yeah. experienced folks that can sit here and they understand my vision and, and they wanna grow as well. So they win, I win, right? So that's kind of where I'm at right now at my stage of the career. Um, but I'm still originating loans, I'm still talking to people every day with pre approvals and realtors and stuff like that. But hopefully by the end of 2020, I'll be. Out of that capacity, and more just in the leadership role, Um, and hopefully, twenty twenty one, we can hit close to a billion. and Just keep it going from there. Um, That's now as far as anybody else. You heard it
0: first.
1: (laughs) You heard it first on the Ask Cash show. We're trying to hit a billion in twenty twenty one, and you know what? You can't do that without good a a good squad, man. You can't like Jordan didn't win rings until he got a team, right? You can't you can't do this without a team, and that's one thing that I've realized in my career. Of of someone who's always ran as a solo guy and maybe had an assistant or two, now I'm realizing as as my popularity starts to grow online that damn I I need more people and I need I need more people, <laughs> need, need more people stat. Um, so yeah, so you can catch me on that. You can catch me on Earn Your Leisure platform, Earn Your Leisure University. Um, you guys can acquire more about that. And um, with DJ Envy and and Flipping New Jersey Caesar, I'm on tour with them. Um, we we. Um, City, once As the cities start reopening, America starts reopening, um, they're definitely going to continue the tour and go around the country and um, talking to thousands of people about ownership and investing. So um, God willing, uh, which most likely I will, but God willing, uh, um, I'll still be on tour with them. I don't want to, like, it's a guarantee. You know, I'm humbled to be a part of their, their platform as well. Um, and shout out to Envy. So um, yeah, so that's where you guys can catch me. Catch me in a city near you coming soon. Catch me online. Um, Catch me on the Ash Cash show. (laughs) And um, yeah, (laughs) whatever questions, questions, concerns, man, listen, I'm here to help. I'm an ownership advocate. I want people to be out here investing, um, making smart decisions, being smart about their money. Don't over-leverage yourself. Don't be house rich and cash poor. It's not worth it. Mm. There's nothing wrong with renting. You know, you would never, one thing you would never hear from me, Ash, is me bashing the renter. I, I think that's yeah. the dumbest thing in the world when people say you're throwing away money. Like, you're not throwing away money if you're renting, in my opinion, right? Because you need a place to live. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, like, right. what right. would you rather right. live? Right. Pay somebody rent or live or live under a bridge? So, like, right. 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 Living, right. there ain't nothing wrong with renting. If you have the rent while you get your stuff together, that is okay. Don't let no one tell you anything different. Yeah, mm-hmm. from a financial perspective, as far as tax strategy and stuff like that, you don't get the benefit, but you get shelter, and for you right. and your family and, and that's in, and that's important right so don't mm-hmm. if you're in that position where you think you're stuck or you 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 trying to push the envelope because a lot of people are like that where they like i just got to stop renting i got to stop renting i'm like yo calm down ain't nothing wrong mm-hmm. with this just take your time because everything happens in god's time not yours
0: Absolutely. you know Absolutely. and people
1: need to remember yeah. that so just keep yeah. going and um yeah. make 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 shit happen as they say
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it, y'all. My brother Matt Garland, the the, the, the billion dollar mortgage guy. That's we're gonna change your IG, man. MG, the Billy <laughs> Goat of Mortgage. You know what I'm saying? Yo, brother, I appreciate the Billy Goat, man, of the mortgage. You know, so I appreciate you, brother. Thank you so much for blessing our audience with all this information. You know, again, follow him, MG the Mortgage Guy on YouTube, MG the Mortgage Guy on Instagram. You know, definitely very responsive, de- de- definitely somebody who's helpful, but just give him some time. Do not email, do not DM him, right, at, at 2 a.m. Done, and, then, and then email him at, at three talking about your, your answer, your stuff. That's don't do that. Don't do that. Yeah, don't do that unless you want to be put on my feed because I will I will put and you on bro, blast. Put you on blast, man. Can I get a moment to breathe? You know what I'm saying? Give me uh, a sleep. moment to breathe, man. He out here, you know what I'm saying? Can the I, bro, can I, I sleep in peace? In peace. <laughs> That's it. You know what I'm saying? Can I sleep, man. Don't DM me at 2 a.m. and then email me at three, man. Don't do that. That's it. My brother, I appreciate you, man. Thank you so much for everything that you do and for blessing us on the Ash Cash Show.
1: Thank you, my brother. I appreciate the time
0: and the opportunity, kid.